Hello, and welcome to this bonus episode of Only Lovers Book Club, where Andrea and I will communicate about our communication via our communication skills about the second half of The Ultimatum Queer Love. <laughs> nice job communicating. I, I appreciate you bringing that communicative energy to our Thank episode. You. <laughs> Thank you so much for communicating that to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're messing. Um, usually we are here talking about romance books with a romance book club, but every now and then we'll have a bonus episode and this batch is for, yes, the ultimatum queer love. We've already done a discussion on the first four episodes. So if you, for some reason, have not checked that out, go and check it out. I listened to it. It's pretty good. Um, and we are here now to talk about episodes five through nine which it was supposed to be five through eight but andrea could not wait to watch the finale <laughs> i think it was a good call i think it was a good call uh also the cliffhanger of episode eight yeah we could just stop nightmares. there <laughs> yeah i could not stop there it was like giving me nightmares so yes and i, th I think it was a good call so thanks for that i thank you for communicating that to me um and that will make our communication that more communicative. I, I appreciate you being receptive and listening and validating what I had to say. Yeah, I think that now we have the tools to... <laughs> it's fucked up. We have to talk about it, um, but maybe a little bit a little bit down the line. Um, okay. So yeah, thanks for being here. If this is your first time here, don't forget to subscribe. Um, on YouTube or on the podcast and like or yeah leave us a review all that good stuff um, but yeah it's nice to you know I say that I listened to our last episode and I did and one of the things that struck me was how uh, optimistic we were about certain couples <laughs> I was so naive and I should have known better I don't think it's I think it's okay to have had high hopes I know? wanted to believe in love <laughs> Okay, I, I feel like I am a pretty good judge at this point in time, having seen so many of these shows of like how realistic it, it how realistic it is for me to have like high hopes of these couples staying together, you know, and some shows are better about having couples like actually end up together and like get married and have kids and all these things. But like, you know, it just depends on the show. And I definitely... Did I go into the show naive and optimistic? Yes. Did I make predictions that were slightly less naive and optimistic, but still ultimately hopeful? Yes. Did all of those things get shattered? Also, yes. And so I am just not, it is what it is. I don't think any couple, any couple in the show will have a lasting relationship. Punto y se acabó. I don't, <laughs> whether, whether or not that's the case at the reunion or even now, you know, two years after filming or whatever, mm -hmm. I stand by it. I think in another two years, not a single one of these couples will be together. And I mean, I mean, you could call me cynic if you want, but I just, that's where I'm standing right now. On our last, our last discussion, we kind of focused on our favorite couples. Mm -hmm. And by the time episode five, through nine came around everyone had done their trial marriage we're back with their original partners and we got to kind of like see what their decisions were so we kind of broke it down that way i'm going to give a little bit of time to the couples that we didn't get to talk about what we feel like they learned if there was any improvement and how we felt about those um final decisions we talked a little bit about tiffany and their dog uh and the whole issue so why don't we start there <laughs> 
You know what? I almost feel like people were latching onto that originally because it was like the first like really dramatic thing to happen. And now it feels like such small peanuts and not even, you know what I mean? Compared to like everything else that happened in this show. I'm like the dog, the dog. Eso fue lo de menos. <laughs> I do think that Tiff and Sam was a really good pairing in terms of learning things from each other like I think that's one of the couples you know we're looking at like what what did they learn in their respective trial marriages they were the ones who came away with the most I think because they weren't looking to necessarily partner up with each other they were looking at this more as like what can I take away from this experience and back to my original partner and I think I think that trial marriage was like really beneficial to both of them And it's it's one of those situations where I was then really happy to see them try to apply the things they learned from each other with their OG couples when they went back. Aside from all of the dogs that were on beds while the couples were having sex, um, the other MVP of this season of Queer Love is Sam. I think that Sam is, from what I have seen on the show, like you can't know a person based on episodes of a reality mm. show. But I do think that Sam has kind of like, is kind of like the most well-rounded person, <laughs> I think, on the show. And I think that the one that's like maybe the most like um, emotionally intelligent. So I think good, that- Good girlfriend material for good sure. Good <laughs> girlfriend material and good wife material mm -hmm. too. And I think Sam really deserves like the world. And I think that because Tiffany was having such a hard time communicating with Mildred, famously also not a great communicator, I think they were able to really see what that could be like. Oh, like to mm -hmm. actually have a conversation with someone who you're supposed to be in like a romantic partnership with. And I also think that Tiffany pushed Sam in like a, a, a different way that Ozzy did, right? Because like Ozzy would like block out and like leave. Tiffany's very like, almost like very confrontational um, mm -hmm. when they're feeling a type of way. And I feel like Sam found it within herself to speak up for herself and mm -hmm. i do think that they learned the most from each other even though like there was like not really that much chemistry between them i do think that they had yeah that first initial uh, blow up and then i'm glad that they got to kind of like recover from that and i like low-key hope that they're they recovered because of sam oh 100%. no yeah mm -hmm. yeah yeah i think that i think that sam was able to show tiffany that they didn't have to continue circling the drain over the same issues and i think in terms of mildred you know uh, we're gonna look be looking at tiffany and mildred when they got back together in terms of mildred i think her time with aussie was also a really big learning experience i think she probably sees it as a more negative learning experience which i'm not taking that away from her but i do think it was useful in the sense that tiff wouldn't ever like back down from a fight mm -hmm. right from what we've gotten from them mildred would be the one who's be like okay well i'm done bye we're broken up whatever and would like end the fights but it wouldn't be like tiff doing that whereas with aussie Aussie would like a refuse to have the fight and also be immediately like leave the premises. And that was so different <laughs> from, from like Mildred's relationship that I think even though, you know, I know she says she felt cheated out of her trial experience. I still think it made her then look at her original relationship with a bit of a different perspective in that. Oh, well, at least like Tiff sees things through with me, you know, and doesn't doesn't shy away from confrontation or you know so 
in the end, you know, maybe maybe not as positively educational <laughs> as as um, the Tiffany Sam pairing was, but I do still think that that both Tiff and Mildred were able to take away really good like perspectives from their mm -hmm. trial marriages and then bring that into their recoupling. <laughs> I also want to add that the experience that Mildred had with Ozzy, I find I find interesting, like learning also that um, Mildred's uh, child is special needs, which, mm. <laughs> but also I do think that it, it was maybe helpful or it could have been helpful if it had humbled her a little bit more. Right, because there are some people who don't think that they can be left, <laughs> that don't think that they're doing anything wrong and can't even imagine the possibility of someone not seeing them for like a perfect person or yeah. seeing the way that they do things in a perfect way. And Ozzy's got a lot of stuff going on, but ultimately Ozzy left because Mildred was driving Ozzy crazy. <laughs> so I'm curious to know what you thought about Mildred and Ozzy's trial marriage and as specifically what how you felt about like what we learned about Ozzy at least in that marriage but then later we find out a lot more when they go back together with um with Sam but at least like in that what do you think about what happened with those two I guess I mean it it made a lot of sense to me if that's the way that Ozzy reacts with Sam who is the person that is like the potential like marriage material then i absolutely understand how that would be the reaction to mildred like it like it's not that ozzy was reacting that way just because it was mildred we thought ozzy was simply a non-confrontational person but we learned that it's like non-confrontational to the extreme that like even a conversation that is simply perceived as like negative in any way can lead to like running away. I don't think we were quite as aware of that like <laughs> before the trial marriage. Um, certainly Mildred was not. I don't think that they would have coupled up together if if Mildred had been like fully aware of that because that's such an opposite. You know, Mildred's the like, you know, like it's a completely <laughs> opposite mm -hmm. perspective. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't, I mean, I don't fault Ozzy. It's the same way that like everyone's hating on Vanessa and I'm like, but that's the way Vanessa is. But maybe Vanessa shouldn't have come on the show. That's the same way I feel about Ozzy. Like everybody has their trauma. Everybody has things that they're working through, you know, but if that's, if that's what you're handling, then maybe a show that is all about confrontation and where you will be put into confrontational situations with other people who are not even your partner, what was not the best decision to make. I mean, I'm glad that at the end of this, Ozzy saw it as like an ultimately positive or like hopeful experience, but like it could have gone the complete opposite way. Like at one point I thought Ozzy was going to leave the show. Who has learned something in their respective, like in their trial marriage, right? Okay. Um, I, I, okay. If we're talking about like who truly learned something, I think Ray like truly, truly learned something. But I think that at the end, <laughs> she just thought that what she learned wasn't enough to counter the love that she felt for Lexi. Yeah. I think I think that was a mistake. I think we saw her grow and start to self-discover a lot of things. And I think she saw a side to Lexi that she hadn't seen before. But I just think, you know, sometimes we learn things and then we we weigh up, you know, what what we want and what we need and. And I think at the end of the day, you know, she weighed up 
okay, this is what I learned, but I still have all this affection and love for Lexi. And, and, you know, that's what dictated, uh, kind of how their reunion weeks went and then how the finale went. Yeah. I think race super cool. Super mm -hmm. nice, super cool. I mean, again, I can't know everything about another person, but Sam and Ray, I really like them as people, just period, mm -hmm. just as people. And I think that they both deserved better from their from their original partners and their trial partners. Like, I hope that yeah. there's someone out there that can make them happy that will, like, truly see them for, like, the kind and patient and understanding and fun and attractive people that they are, because they are all of those things to me. What do you think Vanessa learned from uh, her trial okay. marriage? I will say, I when when Vanessa got back together with Xander, I absolutely thought that not that she was putting on an act, but that absolutely her change of like the views on marriage or whatever was just because she was scared of losing Xander. And I and I do still think that. I think she believed that that's what she believed in that moment, you know, which can feel very like true, like. It, like, I'm not saying she was pretending. I, I do think she believed in what she was saying and what she was doing. I just don't think, you know, that that was that was like the true Van inner Vanessa desires. So I don't necessarily think that she learned anything new about like marriage or commitment, because I do think if we probably look at what Vanessa's saying now, like she's probably not still like talking about marriage in the same way. And 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 I'm not saying that because I've like seen or haven't seen spoilers. Like I know we haven't seen the reunion yet, but I just I don't think either of us thinks that this is like a lasting new Vanessa, right? Like as we're exiting the finale. I do think that she learned how much other people can matter to her though. Mm -hmm. Because I don't think she ever thought that she would care that much if Xander left her. I think it's interesting that Lexi and Vanessa have like this huge 180 halfway through the show where I think mm -hmm. that we're like, wow, Lexi's so level-headed uh, for a 24-year-old. And then <laughs> and we see that, nope, never mind. Sorry. <laughs> That's incorrect. I, you know, you know what I will say? This, this is like a, where are they now? Kind of like spoiler, but it has nothing to do with the couples. So I feel like it's okay to say you will get mad at me for it. No. Um, but I will say that I did. I did see that Lexi and Mal are still like best friends and they like talk every day. And I, I like that because I feel like we can talk about their trial marriage. I feel like they genuinely connected, you know, yeah. and for a minute there, I think we both thought they might actually like recouple romantically mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. each other. And that yeah. didn't end up happening. And I like the idea. I, I like the idea that you can come away from the show also with like a friendship soulmate. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because they, like, because they've said that about each other, like, like publicly, like, yes, this is, this is like my friend person. Like they video chat all the time. And, and I love that because they did truly have a connection when they, when, yeah. when they had their trial marriage. I think that they were able to pour a lot of love into each other. And mm -hmm. I don't think that that was a romantic love. It never mm -hmm. seemed like hot and heavy sexy. Like I definitely, they definitely flirted and I was hoping it would go to the next level and it didn't. And I, in hindsight, I'm glad that it didn't because I do mm -hmm. think that, I mean, and we say, we say this all the time, like in our normal, right, podcast, but also in life that your platonic relationships are just as important and can be mm -hmm. just as fulfilling as a romantic one. It's just like, you're not doing the same things. I kind of wish that Netflix would give us like, where are they now? Like now, you know, like I know that we're going to catch up on all of their life, 
all of their life updates, but like away from Netflix. Like you have to go hunting for it. Like if they're on a podcast, don't, don't like, worry. I, I will do all the work and I will, <laughs> I will give you, we'll like <laughs> get on a video call and I'll be like, okay, this is everything I have learned from a variety of sources. <laughs> yes. Amazing. Kind of talking about Mal and Vanessa, since we were talking about Vanessa before, I agree with you. I think that, that, um, it might not have necessarily been like a really authentic emotion. I want to say that sometimes people do need a wake up call. Like I feel like mm -hmm. people are like, oh, ultimatums are bad. And I don't agree <laughs> because you, that's a crossroads. It's just my mom really gave my dad an ultimatum. Yeah, because, you know, if you are certain of the things that you want and you want to know if you move on, then, you know, depending on how, you know, depending on how you phrase it, it's still a crossroads. You need to figure out if you're going to continue on this path with me or without me. I think people don't like to be confronted, right? They're like, oh, I I, uh, I don't like to my back push against the wall. I don't want to make a decision on the spot, but it's not your decision to make. It's like both of your decisions to mm -hmm. make. And so I think that. I think that people are like that say, oh, ultimatums aren't good. I mean, I don't think that they're all good, but I do think that it does help yeah. some people realize what their priorities are and what they should be. And I think with Vanessa, even though I don't think that it was truly like, oh, I don't want to lose you or whatever. I do think that it helped her appreciate Xander more. Mm -hmm. I do think it, it, it helped her figure out, yeah, all the love that she could give and that she could receive. And that maybe at the point when they started the show, she was taking for granted even even at the end the what hurt what hurt her the most was not being chosen as opposed to i didn't do what my partner deserved mm -hmm. exactly you know which is it might seem like a very small thing but <laughs> but like that train of thought i think is very indicative of i mean if they had gotten engaged i absolutely don't think it would have lasted because uh, again i think like in the moment vanessa thought she wanted all of these things but i'm sure she's living her best life right now you know <laughs> not married like I, like i don't think she went and like started dating someone and then proposed to that person we were talking about vanessa and what vanessa learned i also want to kind of talk about mal right mm -hmm. Um, so Mal's one of my favorite people on the show, but I can't imagine a world where Mal was this available to Yoli to the point that that's why Yoli had to bring her on the fucking show. I think that they grew a lot and learned a lot from like being on the ultimatum. Like, I think that they were always really in touch, but like weren't always showing up with those feelings. And I think that that's why they ended up on the show. Um, and the fact that like Yoli is like absolutely like so ready, but then, you know, falls in love with someone else. I don't think that we should falter for that. I think that you can't really know what's going on in someone's relationship unless you're in there. But I feel like based on what we saw from everybody that even though we're seeing this version of Mal that like communicates very well and, you know, does all these things and like we're, you know, we, we can't imagine why Yoli wouldn't pick Mal and I'm like, well, they ended up on the show. So <laughs> so something wasn't like clicking. And I think that Yoli should have um, gone with her heart. 
Okay. Um, I'm not ready to talk about this. No, I don't even want to talk about it. Honestly, like it broke my heart. I will be sad forever. And it is is what it is. I think, okay, here I am. I am of of two minds of it. Mm -hmm. I think that Xander made the right call. And I think that they were, they got hopeful about Yoli. Uh, But ultimately I think, I think that Xander did nothing wrong. (laughs) Let's put it like that. Did nothing wrong. Deserves the world. And I do think that I understand why Yoli chose. No, I understand it. Now. It just still like felt like she yeah. stabbed me 50,000 times okay. in the heart. <laughs> Xander, her whole thing was that she wanted to be chosen and she wanted to like be prioritized. And so I understand, like, I, I, I get why some people would be like, oh, well, they didn't work out. Now you guys can be together. But oh. I can totally see Xander being like, but I'm not your... I don't want to be your backup second choice just because things that's, didn't. That's the conversation that they had at the that they had at the bar. I don't want to be mm-hmm. your second choice. And yeah. I think that I mean I don't think there's a right or wrong, yeah, way to be in the ultimatum. But if there was a wrong way to do it, I think it's. I guess I, think I guess what I'm picked wrong. <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is I think, I think that if Yoli had picked Xander. I think they would still be engaged and I think they would still be together. But I understand why once that ship sailed in that particular way, Mm -hmm. you just can't get back on that ship. Exactly. And that's what breaks my heart. Yes. Fuck. It's because it wasn't just that. It's like I was devastated by pretty much like every single outcome. (laughs) And so all that, all that devastation commingled in my body. (laughs) Yeah. I, okay. Okay. Listeners and viewers, we did uh, like a a prediction chart. <laughs> uh, yes, I put together I put together uh, everybody's like little faces, and then I'm gonna go. I'll show it here. My predictions were Tiffany and Mildred were going to get engaged because I never once doubted that they were gonna <laughs> at least fucking try it. You know. <laughs> I also predicted that Sam and Ozzy would get engaged. Uh, and those are the original partners. Then I thought, engaged new partner. I I couldn't not, I couldn't not do. But this is this was my ship. That's weird to ship real people, but in the just in the, in the context of the of the show. Um. So yeah, I definitely thought Yoli and Xander were going to get engaged, and that I thought Vanessa, Lexi, Ray, and Mal would be leaving alone. So here's the thing. I. Yes, I also thought that Tiff and Mildred would get engaged. I didn't think it was a good idea, but yes, realistically, I I wanted them to leave alone, but I knew that would not happen. I did think that Sam, Ozzy, Ray, and Lexi would all leave alone. <laughs> it is what it is. Um, but that you know, it didn't happen, and and I was disappointed for you know very different reasons than the Yoli stuff. But um, I think for me, I never I never thought that Yoli and Xander would leave engaged to each other because I thought that that was like too hopelessly romantic of me. So that was not my prediction. But what I consoled myself with in my heart was that I truly think they would not leave engaged to each other because they would both leave engaged to their partners. Mm-hmm. And that at least made me feel better of like this, this being kind of a... Um, bridges of madison county like (laughs) like that's how i saw it in my head is like 
<laughs> they would both go back to their regular lives and this would just be like something that like 50 years from now they still thought about those three weeks they had with each other mm -hmm. and that was enough that was enough to keep me going but when that's not what that happened and when Xander showed up fully ready to commit to Yoli like that destroyed me and I don't know when I'll ever be okay again <laughs> I don't know I need to think about like how I will heal myself from this experience mm -hmm. and I don't know if that means I need to move up my romance project and start working on that and heal myself by creating a, a, a new romantic story yeah but oh, I I really I felt this in a way that I have not felt any like breakup or rejection or unpairing on a reality show before ever in my life <laughs> I, I i can see that i can see that i think that we were both like really invested in the outcomes so in the next and final installment of the ultimatum queer love we are going to be discussing the events of the reunion and then also our own like social media investigation you're going to put your catfish skills to the test and not like we're not going to catfish them but we're going to like look them up on social media <laughs> and see what everybody else is gotta, up you got to find out like read between the lines you know what are they officially saying but also what are they unofficially saying yes exactly <laughs> uh and also like straight up like you know how sad we were during this finale i wonder how it went at like yoli's watch party like lesbian watch party in okay, chicago i will i will say i did see um because i looked at I want to say I looked at Yoli and like a couple other people's social media before the finale aired because I knew I wouldn't get any spoilers or anything just because like contractually they can't post things. And I saw that Yoli, I guess, had no idea what it meant to like ship someone until this this, this show started airing and, it, and everyone started saying they shipped her and Xander. <laughs> and so at one point she posts like all these like little behind the scenes pictures or whatever. Um, and she she said like oh like like I, I i i guess i understand now like why people say they ship us or whatever and that was one of the reasons i think people thought that they wouldn't get together the fact that she was like posting that but then other people were like no it means they secretly are together she's trying to throw us off the scent but anyway my point is that 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 makes me feel like um yeah it was probably hard to watch but i also feel like that was two years ago and probably at this point Yoli has had like distance from that I'm sure she's no longer in love with Xander you know and and can look at it more of like because um, I also saw people <laughs> she posted something and someone commented algo así como que Mano I'm sure like by the time this show is over like Yoli has already fallen in love with 48 other people <gasps> so like and then Yoli commented and was like where you at baby let's make it 49 <laughs> so like i just feel like she's probably at a point where she's like okay with the way yeah. things went down and like can look back on you, have to, be. you have to be you have i to would be. hope you know <laughs> i hope they're all doing okay um i hope they're all doing okay truly yeah. like i don't i can't imagine what it's like this is like sounds like the most mortifying thing that could happen to me like even you and i just kind of like talking to a small audience about like this show i would be like Fuck. You know, I would just it would destroy my ego. Um, but I do they do hope that 
they're all doing okay i think that yeah and like all of them even the ones we don't like like i hope that is living her best most amazing life i hope that lexi you know has found a new wife or you know like i hope everybody's like doing great you know (laughs) do you know what i what i would love to i would love all of like the queer friends like Natasha and I feel like maybe I want to save this for the next for like the reunion mm-hmm. one but like I think that a panel of those friends <laughs> would be really exciting to to watch I think that that would be really fun to have them all sit down or you know just to hear their thoughts and just see what like see what they're about because they were they seemed really cool like Sam's brother uh Natasha right Tiffany's friend Sam's friend who showed a lot of like compassion but while also sticking up for her friend uh I, I Lexi's dad not necessarily I mean I, don't, I mean I'm not going to speak for everybody maybe not part of the queer community but iconic I feel I feel like a panel of <laughs> and then Mal's friend I forget I forget her name but the one who was telling telling everybody like it is and those were I think that uh, an excellent friend to have I think uh, someone great to have you know, in I your wonder corner. I wonder how those people felt like watching it you know like it's like one thing for you to be sitting down having like a drink with them mm-hmm. and and them telling you something and then it's like another to like actually watch yeah okay like i would be i would be i would be mortified watching you you know what i mean like even though i love you with all my heart and you're my best friend like if i was watching you go through that i'd be like no oh, yeah mm-hmm. i mean i would too i would be, be so like hard watch but don't tell me anything yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah uh that's going to be it for this installment of our discussion on ultimatum queer love if you have thoughts please share them below if you have thoughts <laughs> share them below dm us I unless have a- unless you're someone who did not want xander and yoli to get together and in yeah, that no. case i don't want to hear it get out of here get out of here <laughs> bye <laughs> Goodbye. we are not for you and you are not for us <laughs> <laughs> peace Thank you for making it to the end and spending some time with us. Make sure that you like the video and leave us a comment. If you're listening, don't forget to leave us a review. Five stars, no less. Thank you very much. You can support Only Lovers Book Club by subscribing to our shows and sharing our episodes. And then you can also drop some change into our tip jar. That's our Kofi link. Coffee link? I don't know how to say that. And you can also buy some books from our bookshop, especially if you are a romance lover. And you can find us on Instagram at Only Lovers Book Club.